Every creative needs to pray. Want to get nowhere fast in life? Then live a life creatively and spiritually without a Christ-centered, faith-focused, Holy Spirit-filled prayer life and watch what happens. Having a life in prayer is a life that can make you whole and can be a secret weapon for building a mighty creative flow. In this edition of Go Creator Go, we meet two prayer warriors who have made it their mission to not only live prayer-centric lives, but spread the gospel of prayer by helping build up other creative believers as they live lives of living what they pray. I'm Antoine Bean. This is Go Creator Go. Let's do this. God bless you. God bless every single one of you listening. Thank you so much for checking out the Go Creator Go podcast. I am Antoine Bean, and this is a very, very special show. I got an amazing, amazing, amazing show for you guys. And it's long overdue, to be honest with you. This is something that I've been wanting to do in my heart for months literally for months and now it is happening it is in full fruition uh guys i can't express to you i cannot i cannot i cannot i cannot i cannot express to you how serious having a prayer life is my prayer life does not come close to the people that are on this show today it doesn't come close i'm, I'm not i'm gonna be honest with you and i have so much respect for these two people you have no idea i don't think they know uh, Cause I kind of keep my admiration kind of to the background when it comes to people. I'm really careful about flattering people because I don't want people to think that, you know, nowadays, you know, you, we live in a society where, it, where it's all about feelings and, you know, everybody's in their feelings right now. And you got to be really careful about how you express your emotion to people because sometimes, sometimes people can get puffed up, even though I know these two people are not like that. But I know that it can be a struggle for some people. So you have to be careful about who you pour into with gratification, uh, especially if they're not if it's not led by God to do so. You know, that's the reason why some people take advantage of people's feelings, I believe, especially in the workplace uh, and in some areas of ministry. Some people do take advantage of you know people's feelings and emotions especially when it comes to admiration and they can take advantage of you and your gifts. That's where a lot of abuse can come in. So we have to be careful about that. And we're going to talk about that because these two individuals are very gifted, extremely gifted. Uh, I met them uh, in fellowship and we've been fellowshipping for years and uh, they are, I've seen them develop in their prayer lives, literally go from zero to 11, like, like, pshoom, like, it's just incredible watching the transformations in their lives. There were gifts that were already there, but to see them really develop and transform and, and really uh, just, just bust open in the atmosphere. And I've seen them bring heaven down. 
Like, that's the truth. Like, they just do that. Um, and it is my honor to, to serve with them, to know them, and to listen to them. They give wise counsel in their prayer. Uh, they give prophetic utterance in their prayers. They even really uh, live the lives that they pray. These are consecrated people. These are holy folks. <laughs> and these are people that I respect dearly and take no hindrance in telling them how amazing that God uses them. And they are just incredible. So to uh, before I introduce them, let's talk a little bit about the importance of prayer. Let's talk a little bit about that and how uh, prayer really works for a creative person. Now, I know you're saying, well, you know, Antoine, you know, you guys are, you know, talking about this prayer stuff and man, I'm a creative person. I'm a painter. I'm a graphic designer. I'm a movie maker. I'm a video editor. Like how does that pertain to me? I'm glad you asked. Well, having a prayer life, first of all, it just makes you whole. Like I said in the intro, it keeps you grounded, keeps you centered with Christ. You know, having a conversation with God is literally like talking to your father but on a higher level, of course, because he's your creator. He is the creator of all things, right? So talking to him, nobody knows you better than the Lord Jesus Christ. Nobody knows you better than that, you know, and nobody can comfort you better than the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. That is why he sent him. He is the comforter, you know, as it said in, in, in the book of John. So he is a comforter. And the Bible says that he reward he uh, God rewards those who earnestly seek him. That's from Hebrews eleven. So the idea of seeking God, well, there's the the first and best way to do so is to pray. It is to pray, and uh, it is prayer is so important that Jesus even did it. Selah. It is. <laughs> it was so important that even the person that you pray to did it. Now, that's something to think about. Jesus did it. There are tons of times in the Gospels what Jesus would say, the Bible would say, the scripture would say that he went alone to pray. He went on the mountainside to pray. After he finished praying, <laughs> Jesus went to pray. <laughs> There's just tons of times he disappears and he goes to do what? He goes to pray. Uh, so who? what is he praying for? Well, we don't know exactly what he prayed, but we do know who he prayed to. He prayed to his father, Elohim, Adonai. You know what I'm saying? Yahweh. That's who he talked to. He talked to his father. The Bible says that he was only sent to say and do the things that he saw his father doing. So that also tells you that the father prays. Because he saw what he, he did, what his father did. So his father prays, right? So it is a beautiful, intimate relationship to pray. And having that intimacy with God also in your prayer life, it also opens your heart and gives you a posture of humility. It gives you a posture of love. It gives you a posture towards understanding, to a consciousness and a well-being that is far beyond the understanding of human people. You know, the Bible says that his ways are higher than our ways. You know, that, uh, that his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Well, the only way really that you can achieve those types of things is through a relationship in prayer. 
and having that relationship with in prayer with Christ and having that fullness of 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 understanding and relationship with him it opens up literally unlimited possibilities with especially creatively i cannot tell you how many ideas and how many things that god has dropped on me simply in times of prayer this podcast is a, is a result of the fruit of prayer uh, i i do these walks when i go Every afternoon, I, I do these, well, most afternoons when the weather's decent, uh, I go on these walks literally for miles in my neighborhood, and God will just talk to me. He just drops stuff, you know, uh, not just things of business, not just stuff, you know, financial stuff or anything. Sometimes he'll just give me revelation. He'll just give me understanding, you know, prophetic utterance or uh, just understanding of a scripture that I've been meditating on. Uh, all day. So I give you an example. So yesterday I got it in second Samuel, uh, a revelation yesterday from, uh, David when he was hiding in the cave with him and his friends and his, his army. And Saul came in the opposite side of the same cave to relieve himself. And they were like, his, his, his guys were like, look, there's your enemy right there is Saul. Let's get him, kill him. And, uh, he didn't kill him. He instead cut the corner of his garment off and he kept it. And he felt so bad about doing that. He was like, how could I do that to the Lord's anointed? And so when he walked out the cave from relieving himself, David said, my Lord, the king. And he was and when he turned around, he was on his face before him. And he said, why are you trying to harm me? What if what is your servant done that is warranted you hunting me down like a dog? Like what 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 did I do? so many words. And so he kind of came to himself and he was like, David, my son, is that you, you know? And so he said, yeah, he said, but I, he said, look, I cut the corner of your garment off. I, I was told that my enemy would come to me and I could decide what I wish to do with him, with his life. And I chose to spare you because I would not harm the Lord's anointed. I would not do it. He said, I, I can't do it. You're like a father to me. As the saying goes, evil deeds for evil doers, you know, I'm paraphrasing. And so he said, wow, like he, he, he totally went to tears It blew Saul away. And he said, make an oath. He said, I know you're going to be king one day. Make an oath that no harm will come to me and my family. And he said, I promise you, you will not die my, by my hand. And Saul said, OK. So he left. And that was the last time that they physically saw each other. Saul was later killed by Philistines later him and Jonathan. But what I got from that was the guys that were with him were trying to encourage him to kill his king. It's no different than people trying to tell you to put your mouth on your leader or try to tell you to put talk bad about your church or tell you to talk bad about your president. Or, or, or any, any type of ordained leadership. Because people fail to understand that the president of the United States is an ordained position. That's why he swears on the Bible. People don't think about that. You know, you, the Bible says that we should not talk bad about our leaders. So, God showed it to me from that perspective. Not physically killing, but verbally killing. And that just that just moved my heart so 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 bad. It just I mean to a point to where I was like, man, that's just heavy. And you can just feel 
sometimes God gives me, you know, um, physical feelings, you know, uh, this, these, these, these bursts of emotions and, and overwhelming feelings when I get revelation. And sometimes I go to crying. Sometimes I really laugh and expression or be happy and fill with joy. But in this particular case, I just felt really heavy. You know what I'm saying? Because the, the idea of leaders in the churches now with the condition that situations are, with, every, with pastors going virtual and a lot of pastors having closed doors and, and, and some of them even dying from this crisis. And people are just pressuring them. Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And you, you're not a good leader. You and your church, blah, 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 you know. And they're being egged on by society, which is constantly berating the church, you know. But that was the kind of revelation that I got. But had I not been in a life of prayer, I would not have received that. I was in a posture of prayer even at that moment when I'm praying with God, walking with him, talking with him, sharing with him. But more importantly, importantly, listening to him. More importantly. And that's what prayer is about. It's the relationship. Joining me today are two people that have that relationship and then some. And they are two individuals that I love and respect dearly. Uh, ladies first. First up is Adriana Ballantyne. She is a businesswoman in the corporate sector. And she takes the Holy Ghost everywhere she goes, whether it be the office, whether it be the grocery store. I've seen this woman burst into prophetic utterance out of nowhere and, and reveal revelation. Our gentleman is a brother that really doesn't need introduction, but I'm going to give him one anyway. <laughs> uh, I've seen people pray before. I have never seen anybody bring people to tears from prayer like him. Uh, I've seen demons come out when this dude prays. I've seen uh, people shed burdens when this man prays. I have seen people literally get free from bondage in spirit when this brother has prayer on his heart to do. And Tim Drikas Tucker is going to be a name that you are going to hear. I guarantee you, you're going to hear this man's name before 2021 is over. You're going to know who he is. Uh, he is an incredible prayer warrior. And I am blessed to have both of these people on the show with me. Hello, y'all. How are y'all? Doing I good. mean, how are you? Oh, wow. I mean, a, wow. I don't know what to say with no all that. No pressure. That intro, introduction. My God, man, a God. It's an honor to be it, here. It is, the, it is the truth. Know. It is very the truth. It is the, very, it is the God's truth. It is, it is very so the truth. So uh, let's get right into this. Let's, let's, just, let's just get right down to, to the nitty gritty of this. How did y'all get this prayer life, that these prayer lives that y'all carry? Because y'all are just an amazing uh, 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 group of people that, a uh, couple of people that I've seen, you know, from day one, it's all about prayer for y'all. Like, period. Like, period with a T at the end. Like, y'all really do live <laughs> that life. Like, uh, and it's a life that a lot of people really struggle with. People really struggle with having a decent prayer life. How do y'all, first of all, how did you come to 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 discover uh, that that gift of prayer in you and the ability of being able to do it 
on the level that God has placed in you to do. And what is, how do you maintain that? We'll, we'll start with the ladies first. Go ahead, Adriana. Okay. Well, uh, actually my prayer life started when I was a child. I had a model, uh, a template for prayer. Uh, my mom, uh, is a prayer warrior and um, yeah. just seeing her and how sure. she yes, carried she herself and, <laughs> and seeing her and how she carried herself uh, and the importance of prayer. Uh, everything that we ever confronted, every, every situation I saw her confront, she, I saw her go into prayer and there will be times where she'll go into prayer right then in the moment. And so that conditioned me seeing that example conditioned me like prayer was a normal thing. And so I, Aside from seeing that in my family and seeing um, the power and the importance and the impact of prayer, I, as a child, um, started, had my own relationship with God where I would talk to him. Uh, there were times where I would stand in the mirror and uh, even especially when I was feeling down or sad and I would just talk to God in the mirror and uh, wow. as a five-year-old and, uh, wow. and I remember uh, wanting, uh, I remember um talking to the Lord and making a decision um, of, of having a solid relationship with him aside from what was considered, you know, the, the aside from the church context or, or as church mothers would imply, baby, you need a relationship with the Lord or have you given your life to the Lord? I personally wanted my own relationship with God. And so uh, from as a child and growing up, I just saw the power of prayer and I saw in my personal experience, uh, just feeling free. I remember a time I was at school and somebody's, I think it was a classmate of mine. He said his head was hurting and I just reached out and touched him and prayed for him. His, his headache left. Wow. So just seeing the impact and power of prayer, it just became a part of who I was, you know, a part of me and I embraced that. And so just walking through that, um, I know there's a certain point where I, I I can't it's it's it only I can only go so far before I'm like yeah I need to press in a little bit more so it's just yeah. become a part of who I am okay um now your question you have like a five part question so I'm just gonna <laughs> no that actually was pretty good like that's that's you hit the nail on the head <laughs> like for real started. yeah so 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 how do you maintain your prayer life now well you have to be intentional about prayer right now one thing that I have come to know that you know, the enemy knows the power of prayer and he knows that prayer actually creates capacity for the power of God to be made manifest in any situation. We are, the Bible says that we are co-laborers with God. And so prayer gives heaven permission. Prayer gives heaven access to certain situations. You need somebody to open their mouth and, 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 and acknowledge heaven and make room for the power of God That's to right. intercede or intercept right. uh, to, or to be introduced into a situation. And so um, the enemy knows that. And and so life will try to come and happen and be uh, bring distractions or daily routines, the monotony of a daily routine and where you get just get into a particular flow and you get so busy and your mind gets focused on every single thing, but that prayer time. And so you have to be very intentional and have a rhythm and, 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 and be in tune to what you find out what your rhythm is. Some people tend to uh, 
find that it tap into a rhythm of having morning prayer. Morning prayer seems uh, best suited for them. And there are other people who are night owls and they find that they gain their most momentum and they are immensely strengthened praying at night. And sometimes, you know, um, it just depends. Now for me, like I said, intentionality is very important, but I, yeah, as you mentioned earlier, the posture of prayer and making sure you have a level of sensitivity to the presence of God right. and when God wants to have a conversation. Right. So that has to be cultivated. So uh, how I maintain, I set aside time to do that. And I can tell the difference when when I don't honor that time. If I don't honor that time, I know uh, I could tell like, okay, I'm getting a little bit more agitated or my level of... Uh, patience is is wearing a little bit thin or I'm finding myself sensitive to things that don't matter. So I, I, I it, it takes a level for me, I gauge a level of self-awareness to know, okay, yeah, you need to press in a little bit more. Gotcha. And then also just the different things that are going on. Uh, you have to be intentional about that and set aside time for the Lord and uh, and find your rhythm. Awesome. Awesome. That sounds good. Okay. Okay. That was awesome. Tim Drekus. My man. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Adriana has already preached. <laughs> Come on. I'm, 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 I'm going to raise an offering right now. You can do a $5. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. So Tim Drekus, how, how did, how did this all start for you, man? Because man, um, your, your prayer life is, like I said in the intro, it's, a, it's incredible. So how did that, that start for you? I would say this. I was always brought um I was brought up in church um by my mm -hmm. auntie. My auntie brought me to church, brought us to Sunday school and stuff like that. So I was always singing and um always pretending to preach. But and when I grew up, uh and when I announced my calling, I never had a prayer life. And so um I must say that growing in my relationship with God has taught me to um to pray. And then not only that, but I noticed that in my uh in my bloodline with my family we have a lot of preachers but we did never pray i didn't never oh, hear wow. them pray let me just say that and so um and so that is something that i want to instill in my bloodline how to pray be a person of prayer yes. be a person of uh to pray and so um i'm doing this i know basically to to set a a, a powerful stronghold a mm. godly stronghold for my bloodline and that is to pray Come on. and so uh i want to i want i want my family to be a family of prayer we are a people who pray and know how to pray yes, sir. and so yeah so that's how my prayer life became it's something that god wanted to set for my family uh for my bloodline yes. so yeah with that said, by you being a pioneer with this, which makes a lot of sense with how you pray, because you literally pray like you're plowing. Like you, I've seen strongholds coming down, like, like for real. And because uh, you're working, man, you're working. So, so how do you keep that, that flow going and keep it, keep it moving, keep that momentum hot? I would say my relationship with God is something that I take very serious. Um, like Adriana said, we have to be intentional with prayer and um, me setting time with God is something that I make sure is on my calendar, not only my calendar, but it's something that I do. I have to have daily because um, not only that, but within um, within my what I work, um, I work with young people. And so I see young people. So I, my, my, my thing is to always pray for them as being your teacher. I 
I, it just prayer has is just something that I know helped me navigate through um, doing things within the world. Yes, and sir. so I, th- I think that helps me stay consistent in prayer and always wanting to have a prayer life. And not only that, um, I do it out of relationship. I literally just saw um, this post where this lady said um, uh, prayer is not something that we do out of uh, panic, but it's something that we do out of relationship. So for prayer, I do it out of relationship. Yeah. And so that would help me to maintain my prayer life with God. Praise God. Praise God. Okay. Good stuff. That was awesome. So let me ask y'all this. How does having, when it comes to creativity and creative people, how does having a prayer life an effective prayer life change us personally as creatives and help us as creatives grow in God? How, How does that work? What does that look like? Adriano? So a couple of things. Uh, in that particular question, the word create uh, comes to mind, of course, and the word influence. I believe as a creative person who uses their gifting and their talent to um, express themselves or their, or their, uh, or their strengths in uh, just different mediums, be it if it's through music, um, art, songwriting, my question would be, what's influencing your inspiration? Um, what influences? That's a really good question. Yeah. What influences are you under? Uh, I believe that no one is uh, there when it comes to influences. Your influences, you're influenced by something. Jesus Himself said that. You know, the, from the heart, the mouth speaks. You know. What what absolutely yeah? What's in your heart? You know what what you meditate on, what you think about all the time. You know what is what is your first priority? You know I think that's one reason why Jesus wants us to seek Him all the time because if we keep our mind and our heart stayed on Him, as the Scripture says, then yeah, you're right. That makes a lot of sense when you put it that way. Absolutely. And so, uh, along with influence, what are you under? Uh, what is guiding your um, behavior and uh, a couple of there's a couple of components to that couple of moving components to that that I would like to address. So we have the concept of the gate, your ear gate, your eye gate, mouth gate, your uh, nose gate, your entry. What are you consuming? Uh, your consumption, uh, whatever you consume becomes a part of you, and it influences your thoughts. And so. The Bible says, so a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So you have all these different things that you're consuming. And uh, and my question is, you know, what are you consuming? Just like food. You know, you have bad food and you have good food. And all, all of which have consequences. So if you're consuming a lot of negativity, okay, if you're consuming, you know, dark, doom, and gloom, negativity, you know, death, uh, by way of images, imagery, symbols, uh, uh, listening, the ear gate, you're listening to music that, that inspires negativity, negative emotions, negative action, encourages negativity. Um, at some point, you being an expressive, creative being, you go, you're going to produce what you consume. The Bible says in Genesis 1 and 27, that we are created in the likeness and in, in, in the image, image of God. Yeah. And so if we were created in the likeness and the image of God, that means that we have to look at who God is. 
right? God is the creator. And so I believe that there is an element of creativity in everybody. So we have the ability to create things. Um, however, um, what we have to be mindful of is what is guiding our creativity, given that and uh, added parts of that, we have the we have the a gift of free will, right? Right. So right. we can choose to create things. We can choose not to create things. So the question is, what is inspiring you? And 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 things what what comes from you? Like and I, different things are coming to mind. So I'm thinking about the concept that everything is a seed, right? Your words, your deeds are seeds. And so with the seed, when it's planted, you expect fruit, right? That's right. So whatever you consume, it becomes a part of you. It influences your seed, the type of seeds you sow. Therefore, the fruit that everybody, you're going to bear fruit that everybody will eat. And so what will your fruit uh, inspire? You're, you know, if you create something like a painting, and what type of thoughts or emotions will that painting with somebody else sees that? Yeah, what would good. that provoke in yeah, someone else? That's good. So, yeah, that's good. so the importance of the consumption, uh, the importance of as a creator, you are a channel. And I, I don't want to, you know, I'm going to be very careful with the words that I say because I don't want to sound new agey or anything like that. But you are a conduit. That's a word. That's it. You are a conduit. You are a vessel. And the Bible says that we treasures are hidden in earth and vessels. That's right. The treasures in you. So you have to think about the war, like the enemy is after your treasure. The enemy wants to express himself through your God-given gift and your God-given ability to create. So he wants to influence your free will to choose him. Yes. Choose his influence to express himself through you to bear bad fruit for other people to eat, to be inspired to do the seed that keeps replicating, right? Wow. So as a creative, you have to make sure your channels get clear. And when I say channels, I'm talking about your gate. What you take in, your consumption. Right. The power of meditation, your mind, your thought life. You have to have a great, you need to have a healthy thought life. And, 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 and also um, your heart. So a man thinking in his heart, that means what you believe. So and when, I would even go a step further to yeah. talk about how what you believe about yourself. That's true. I was just about to say that. So when you when you when you pray, Adriana, what do you see in your mind? Like what normally is there a normal image that comes to mind, or is it various things because you know due to the subject matter, or is it that you have to you know do you have your mind set a certain kind of way when you do it? Okay, so with regards to prayer, it's no it normally comes as a feeling. Sometimes sometimes I get images. But I, I have, I have a feeling like an impression. Me being knowledgeable about prayer in the sense of, uh, okay, I'm going to be intentional about entering into prayer. And so, what I'm going to do, I'm going to acknowledge God and exalt Him for who He is. And so, I go into adoration. And so, then I invite Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, navigate me into realms of prayer. Um, you know, it's, and and that's as mainly as intercession. When I when I know I'm about to go into intercession. And I don't feel the impression to actually hit certain things in prayer specifically. And so I get a feeling. And as I begin to um, pray, I will hear either a word or I will see a scripture or I hear a scripture or I feel it. More, when I'm in prayer, I feel things 
first, then and and I go on that, and then I will get images. It just depends on the situation, I guess. But mainly, I get an impression. I feel. I sense. And and I go off that. Um, with regard to uh, creativity, it's it's an inspiration, like a a feeling. Uh, again, I'm a, I think I'm a feeler. Um, I, I sense yeah, things I as far as that. like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel it. I, I get I feel it in in the expression of an emotion. One thing that I enjoy doing is getting old furniture. I'll you know go to the Goodwill. I haven't done it in a while, but go to the Goodwill, get some furniture, and and I'll look at it and think, what can I do with that? I'm like, oh, okay, I can reupholster. And so from there, it's like, okay, what do I want to express through this? What do I want to feel once I'm done? From there, um, I would go into, you know, moving into creativity. Or if I want to get inspired, if sometimes there is a particular color I have in mind, I'm like, okay, what can I do with this color? Um, and what do I, what do, does this color say to me? So I think it's more of a feeling for me when it, when it comes to um, expression creativity. Gotcha. What is it the same? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Is it the same thing with you, Tim Jerikas? You know, going by what you were saying earlier with your family and things like that, it gave me the impression that for you, it's more about not necessarily the feeling, but more about the the relationship and the assignment. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, right. you know, not only assignment, but when I'm praying, I mostly sometimes see myself building. Um, Mm. Um, uh, not only building, but also just working and uh, getting things done. That's how I. Uh, that's what I. That's what I see most of the time when I'm praying. I'm getting things done and I'm um, working to uh, working to uh, fulfill what Christ has called or gave me the assignment to pray for or to pray against mm-hmm. or to not only to you know not only that but. Um, as as an intercessor, we are called to uh, pluck up and not only to pluck up, but to plant and stuff like that. So, and to uh, destroy and to build. And so that's what I see myself most of the time doing. I, I picture myself um, actually doing what the assignment is calling me. My God. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. That is incredible. incredible. <laughs> that is incredible. That is incredible. That is, that is amazing. And it makes sense because of the, the results that occur or the outcome that takes place as you pray. Like I said, I've seen Tim Driegas pray corporately, and him saying that makes total sense of why uh, principalities come out, why people get delivered, why people cry, why, uh, you know, the atmosphere shifts, as it were. You know, because that's the assignment of the man of God who's praying. You know what I'm saying? Like he's 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 saying in his heart, I'm going to shift this thing. God's going to use me to right. shift this thing. And I think, yeah. you know, he's intentional. I think that's the best word for it. You know, intentional, right. as, as Travis yeah. Green would say, you know, be intentional. Allow God to use you. And also with that, you, ha- you have to be intentional because if we don't understand our position nor power or place in prayer, then we won't see a difference or make a difference yeah. within the situation that or the assignment that God has called us to do. So within prayer, we must know our position and our power and our place in prayer. If we don't know our place in prayer, then we can't make a difference. And God called us to make a difference in the earth. Oh, man, come on. <laughs> you know, that made me that makes me think of that verse uh first Thessalonians five uh five sixteen through eighteen. Uh, rejoice mm-hmm. always, pray without ceasing. You know, give thanks yeah. in all circumstances, yeah. for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Right. It's 
God's um, idea and purpose for us to pray. And that's why it's important that we must build a relationship with prayer, not only with prayer, but with God. Once we have uh, a communication with God, we have that connection with God in prayer. And so not only that, uh, when we have that prayer life, we also, re- uh, God reveals his character to us. And so mm-hmm. and, and, and so when we build that, re- that prayer life and he reveals his character to us, that's when he can also share his heart and his mysteries towards us when we are uh, when we are intentional about building that relationship with prayer and with God. Oh yeah. That it makes me also think of uh 1 John 5:14. You know, this yeah. this is the confidence we have in approaching God that we can ask for anything mm-hmm. according to his will yeah. and he hears us. It is incredible when you really think about that relationship. The idea that yeah. at any time we can reach out and just talk to him. Uh, with not necessarily our need. Sometimes it can be right. worship. It could be, you know, right. gratitude. It could be just, mm-hmm. I just want to thank you. I just want to, I just want to say hello to you. You know, you know, it, what is yeah, that? Right. They say enter his gates with and Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. He loves when we say uh, good morning, Holy Ghost, good morning, Holy Spirit, good morning, God. And it, that's just one thing about God. He loves when he can talk to us, talk back to us. If we're just going in and doing all the talking, then, you know, you're not, you, you really don't have a relationship. Uh, you're just in a relationship by yourself because, you know, if, if he can't talk back to you and share his heart and stuff like that, then that's not a good relationship. He want to have a good relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what about, what about when it comes to praying for other people? Now, now I, I am a living witness of some of, of y'all praying for me. Both of y'all on different occasions have prayed for me, uh, myself personally. And, uh, it, it has always touched my heart every single time. And as a matter of fact, Tim Drikas recently, like literally recently, like as in what, two weeks ago, pray for me. And it was just uh, incredible. So it, it, that also makes me, um, think of first Chronicles 16, 11, mm-hmm. look to the Lord and his strength and seek his face always, you know, and then also mm-hmm. even Jesus himself intercedes on our behalf, you know? So if, if it's not above Jesus to pray for other people, then we should be praying for each other for sure. Is there a certain type of prayer that you enjoy more than others? Or is it like, man, I love interceding for people or I love praying corporately or I love to pray just me and him or building, you know, tearing down strongholds, warfare prayers. Like what what avenue do you guys uh, really enjoy praying about? Um, I, I would say I like all of them because, um, the reason why is because it's a beautiful assignment that he has given me. And so I wouldn't necessarily say that I enjoy uh, one more than the other one because it's just something that I just wholeheartedly believe that I was called to do. And not only that I was called to do, but that I enjoy to do. So I really enjoy my calling. For me, the, the first thing that came to mind was those opportunities that, God gave me to minister one-on-one in those spontaneous, unexpected moments and to pray for someone and you, God using you to be an extended reach of him to impact somebody else. Wow. Like that right there is impactful to me in the sense of like, Lord, you're saying, I want to use you to be Mm -hmm. an extension of my love to touch this person through prayer. One of the things that intercessors, a, per, a person who intercedes on a regular basis or has been called to be a watchman or a person 
beyond the wall or whatever expression you want to use. What, I think one of the things that is a battleground for them is to, like you praying, but do you really see your impact? Do you, yeah. you know, it's basically, it's like a by faith, like I'm just walking in, you know, in obedience to the Lord. Right. And it's not like you look for affirmation. It's not like you like, I want you to pat me on my back because I'm praying. I mean, it's not <laughs> like that. But right. on the ground and an area where an intercessor has to has to guard their heart is concerning. Mm-hmm. Am I being effective? Yeah. Am I really like I'm praying, but you know, am I really like being effective in my in, in what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it's like really like a faith thing, especially if you've been praying for a particular thing for a long time. Um, but one of the definitely, and, and I can agree with Tim, it's like all of the facets of prayer and expressions of the power of God um, are, are great. Um, but one of the things that impactful to me or has been is when I pray, oh, Jesus, I pray for someone else. And then God answered that prayer that I pray for somebody else and gives me what I pray for. I didn't pray for me but I prayed for somebody else and the Lord impacted my life in a similar or the same area. Wow. That's like, yeah. wow. Yeah. The Lord, this thing is real. And it encourages me to like, oh, I'm press in and keep on praying. And it, 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 just, it gives fuel to continuously to go because you know, it's not me doing it. It ain't me. Uh-uh, don't get, I, don't, I don't get no glory. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I'm not, I'm not, no, I give God glory. However, like, God, you use me to express yourself, your love, to, to extend your reach, your to echo your heart towards somebody else. Wow. That's Through amazing. Prayer. That is amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. beautiful. That's beautiful. You know, that makes me think of uh, uh, Ephesians 618. Uh, pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers yeah. and requests. Uh, with mm-hmm. this in mind, be alert. Always keep on praying for all of the Lord's people. Uh, Not some, all. <laughs> <laughs> all of them you know so as far as praying in the spirit is concerned because i know once again y'all don't take praying in the holy ghost lightly either uh is that something that that is like a i guess a weapon for you or is that just something that you feel that it's just another line of communication in prayer for you all of the above yeah um, praying in the spirit opens the spirit like, right it opens up the spirit. So so what it is, what it does, it helps you get out of yourself, especially mm-hmm. if you have to, especially if you have to pray corporately, especially if you are in a situation where you, the person, the individual, like for, me, for instance, like me, Adriana, the person, like I have an inclination to, I mean, like, oh, spotlight, for real? Mm-mm, never mind. <laughs> kind of shout away from the spotlight. Yeah. And so, um, or like, that self-consciousness, mm-hmm. praying in the spirit helps you get out of yourself, get out of your own head and focus on, uh, okay, I, Lord, you do, you know, especially if you have to do corporate prayer and pray right. in prayer, you are on a platform where people are watching you. So it's like, as a woman, it's like, okay, well, how's my hair? You know, do I have make do I have lipstick on my teeth? I mean, you know, it's like that level right. of self consciousness comes because people are watching. You, like, how do I look? What do I wear? Am I wearing the right outfit? And then it's like, no, you have an assignment. We have you have to uh, uh, shift this atmosphere and make it conducive for uh, the word of God to be preached. And if there is anything resisting the will of God today, we're going to attack it and bring it down and overthrow it in prayer. So it's like it takes. 
uh, uh, praying in the spirit builds your inner man and it builds your faith. You know, yeah. the Bible says, you know, in Jude, for your most holy faith, pray in the Holy Ghost, it will be it edified. Yeah. And also, praying in tongues, also, in yeah, God, ooh, I feel him. See, that happens randomly to me where I was, <laughs> was randomly in mid-sentence will start speaking in tongues sometimes. But anyway, um, like even when I'm working and I'm in a high-stress situation and I have to meet deadlines and people are being people and you can't control people because people are right. there, you know, they're, they're expressing their frustration and, and stuff like that. So make sure that you don't say, though, you know, that you are governing yourself. You want to make sure that you're under the, the spirit. Your spirit your, you are being governed by the spirit. Pray in tongues. We're praying in tongues and building um, uh, building your faith in God. Not uh, what Adriana said, you, you, uh, you remove flesh out the way. And uh, you want to, when you begin to pray in the Holy Spirit, it opens the spirit. But not only that, but it also um, helps you see what God wants you to pray for in, um, oh, in, yeah. uh, within, uh, within understanding. So when you pray in the Holy Ghost, you, uh, what you're doing is you're releasing, uh, you are allowing God to download his strategy on what he's trying to say to you in, um, in understanding. And so that's, and Paul says, uh, Paul says to pray first in the, on the spirit, uh, to pray first in the spirit and then in the understanding. So it's just very important that we pray in the spirit to build our faith and to, uh, so that, and also so that we can also crucify our flesh. So that we can do what God has called us to do, and um, also when um, that's why it's important again that we have a prayer life because God never releases His strategy to a prayerless person, mm. and so it is very important that we have a prayer life. God only releases His strategy and uh, reveal His mystery to prayerful people yes. who are very pr- who are who who have a life of prayer. Think about Daniel when Daniel was in a lion's den. God, um, he had a prayer life. And God releases some strategies to Daniel, and Daniel begins to rule, and um, not only rule, but become a government of prophet, to be honest. Um, and yes. as you think about Joseph, when Joseph was in prison, um, the devil tried to take his dream, but Joseph turned into prayer. And when he began to turn to prayer, guess what God did? God took him from prison to the palace. So prayer can take yeah. you to different places in life. And so that's why it's very important that we must pray in the spirit so that uh, so God can give us understanding of what to pray in language. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. And I would like to add, I would like to add to that. Take in consideration of who we are, right? We are yeah. multidimensional. We are triune, right? So mm-hmm. we have, we have a soul with like, you know, different, there are different moving parts. Of us. We have a soul, we have a body. Uh, we are spirit. Um, what's, Praying in the spirit does it, it helps strengthens our spirit or helps us rise above what our body may be doing. You know, mm-hmm. like you, you know, you have to fast, and you're, you're like, no, I want pizza, <laughs> <laughs> or you know, you may be having a very challenging day emotionally. That's within the soul realm. Yeah. Um, praying in the spirit causes all of that to come under and come subject to the spirit. And, uh, and and to govern, give you more grace. And I agree with Tim as far as like opening the mind of God. The Bible says that the Spirit searches the mind of God for His will. And yeah. so when we pray in tongues, we're like releasing the will of God. We're praying His will. You can't not pray amiss when you're praying in tongues. Yeah, you're gonna hit the bullseye. 
Wow. Yep, and also you pray in his mind. That's right, Adrian. That's very good. Absolutely. So that's very important that we pray in the spirit so that we can open the mind of Christ. God wow. wants us to have his mind. Amen. 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 So last question. For somebody who's looking to make themselves stronger in prayer, because to me it almost sounds like uh, uh, a muscle or working out. Like the more you do it, the stronger yeah. you get. You Most know. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if for somebody who wants to build their prayer life, what would you recommend they do? How do they start? And, and, and what's like a short form routine that they can do so and they can grow stronger in it? Um, what I did when I first began to start praying, um, I opened the word of God. Lisa. Yeah. Not only that, but I prayed. Uh, a scripture through John three sixteen. Mm. That was my very first scripture, and when I began to recite that scripture and pray it through, um, it talks about love for God to love the world, and I used that scripture and I prayed for the love of God. When I under when I began to pray for the love of God through and um, also look up other scripture about the love of God, that also built my faith on why I love God. And so when I can understand the love of God, then that's when I can understand my faith in God. And so when it turns to, when I began to start praying about the love of God and understanding the love of God, I began to pray those through. Then that's when I had started going to, all right, well, let, let me pray on faith. Let me build my faith up. And so I said, let me look up the scripture. So if you really want to build your prayer life up, find a scripture. I will, I will, most definitely, if you want to start on John 3.16, that's a very good scripture to start on. Or it's just in the book of John, to be exact. If you want to start, just want to read the Bible, start in the book of John. So anyway, find a particular scripture that you have, your favorite scripture, began to pray it through. What God is saying on that. And also, not only that, fall in love with words. Yeah. Deal yeah. with your prayer life. Yeah. Fall in love with words then you would have the language of prayer. And so, yeah, that, that's how I did it. And I would have to agree with Tim. I was about to say definitely the word of God to be confident. We're starting a conversation, right? So there are different types of prayers. There are different types of formats of prayer. You know, yes. of course you have the, you have intercession, you know, that's you stand in the gap and asking, you know, mm-hmm. um, um, for God's intervention or God's power. You have the, the declaration. You're taking yeah. God's word and you're declaring it or reciting his promises. It's different. For a person who's just beginning, and, and it goes back to, to piggyback off what Tim said, you need the language, okay. you know, and, right. and be and taste yourself. That's right. Um, you don't have to sound like this person who has an oddish, uh, uh, a degree in prayer, like <laughs> they know how to just eloquently weave these wonderful, beautiful words together, and they know how to speak Greek and and, and, and Hebrew, and you know, so all the three. That is so hilarious. And his name is You know, you don't have to start off like that. You know, right? Um, <laughs> but what you can do is you uh, at at your access, you do have Google. And so like Tim was saying, hey, you want to know about a particular subject matter. So let's say that you know that you um, are timid and you're struggling with that, but you want to be more bold and or you're struggling with the anger. Get yeah. scriptures on. You can definitely go to a search engine and type scriptures on timidity 
What's a related yeah. word to timidity? Fear. What does the Bible say about fear? Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, Second Timothy uh, 1 and 7, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but power, love, power. and a sound mind. So what replaces fear? Power, love, and a sound mind. So what That's you right. do is take that scripture and make that scripture your own word. The reason why you have to pace yourself is because you're not only committing this particular scripture to memory, but it's going to, remember I talked about consumption. You're going to consume it and it's going to be a part of you. You're going to ingest yeah. this. You're going to take this in and it's going to become a part of you. And so it goes into meditation, another form of prayer. You take a word, you take a scripture, you take a promise, and you go over it multiple times. Not only do you read it, but you write it down. As, as you begin to engage the word of God, you have to be intentional about it. You have to be intentional um, in the sense of, okay, God, I'm, into, I'm going to approach this word with an open mind and an open heart. Right. These are not just mere page, mere words on a page. This is you. The word of God is God. Wow. And so even though we have our electronic devices, our phones, laptops, we can look up scriptures and we can actually pick up a book that has the Holy Bible written on the front. These are spirit words. These, this is God. John, remember? Was that God? God is he's the word. You know, yeah. he is the word. Yeah. yeah. So when we don't have an agenda, like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to read this just to prove a point or to, you know, do what I want to do with it. When you approach the word of God, like, okay, Lord, there's something that you want to say to me. There's always something God wants to say to you, but are, you in, place? are you in a place to receive it? Are you in a place to hear it? When you say, okay, Lord, I'm going to humble myself and I'm going to put what I think I should be doing aside. And I want to know what's on your heart. Where should I begin? And walk that thing out by faith. Wow. So you get the scripture, like for, for 2 Timothy. We can, we can go back to 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy verse 1, chapter 1, verse 7. And you're a person who suffers with fear and anxiety. Like it's, it's like a harassing thing. Okay. Anxiety and fear are akin to each other. That goes back to what Tim says. It'd be a love of words. Look up words and see what's, what's in the family. What's a synonym? Okay, so timidity is akin to fear. Anxiety is in the same family. Panic is in the same family. Worry is, is connected to that. They all in the, they, they go to the family union every, every single year. Okay? <laughs> so what you do is you look at that promise. This is God saying to me, he hasn't given me this fear, fear of, of death, fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of, of, of going without, fear of being broke, fear of not making it in life if I don't take this step, if, a fear of going to school, fear of whatever. God didn't give me this. If it didn't come from God, it came from somewhere that's not of God. It's demonic. But what did he give you, though? He gave you power. Power means strength capacity, ability. He gave you love. He loves you. you. He gave you his compassion, his His unfailing love. God's love is not fickle. God's love is firm. God's love brings deliverance. The Bible says perfect love casts out fear. Huh? Yep. So Come God on. gave you love, right? And he gave you a sound mind. A synonym for sound mind is self-discipline. Yes. So 
So when you take this word, and so this particular scripture, how, how you will pray it through. Father, I thank you. There goes oh. Thanksgiving. That's a form of prayer. Father, I thank you that your word declares in Second Timothy, because you give the location of the scripture. Hallelujah. So the spirit realm can hear you. So the demons of fear can hear you. Because the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. So if you are being terrorized by any demonic entity, you get a sword out. You get a word out. Father, I thank you that your word declares in Second Timothy 1 and 7 that you have not given me the spirit of fear, but you have given me power, love, and a sound mind. Father, I thank you that you have given me power, capacity, and ability, Father. I thank you, Lord, that you have given me your love, Father. And I thank you, Lord, that your love is covering me in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you that my mind is sound and secure. I thank you, Father God, that I do not have to walk in fear. I do not have to fear man. So I just thank you, Lord, by the power of your word, God, I take authority over fear. And I bind it in the name of Jesus. I let it go. I come out of agreement with fear. And, Amen. Father, I receive what you've given me. So you make it your own. And you put yourself in that pump. Hallelujah. Okay. Well, with that said, we're going to shift. I think y'all would go in. Come on. Come on. I mean, and, and I think that's the time. I think that's, to be honest with you, I think it's time to shift into that. So, uh, everybody, thank y'all so much for uh, listening to the broadcast this week. There is no conclusion, no, no finish line except for the word of God in prayer. Uh, Adriana and Tim Drikas are going to do something special for you, the listener, and, and for me and for everybody who's listening. And that is they're going to pray for us. They're going to pray for uh, creative people. They're going to pray with what God gives them to pray. And they're going to roll, and we're just going to let them loose. We're going to let them, God, we're going to, God just use them. And, uh, but before they do, I want to take this time right now to ask you to come to the altar, ask you to come to the altar and receive Christ as Lord. If you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, now is the time to do so. If any time you need to give your life to the Lord, it is right now. And uh, if you are not connected with a Bible-based church, or if you're not connected with uh, Bible-based believers, now is the time to do it and uh, connect with one. Uh, God has brought someone to you. I guarantee you there's someone in your circle who has God on them. And not only do they have God on them, but they're there because of you. God sent them. They are assigned to bring you to a closer relationship with him. Uh, reach out to them and let them pray for you <laughs> and let them pour uh, what they know about Christ into you. That's called discipleship and building a relationship with them to where you may be growing, where you can grow stronger in Christ. And once you do that, connect with a Bible-based church. Uh, there are plenty of them virtually. You don't necessarily have to be there in, in person. Uh, God actually shifted all of the earth so that you can have no excuse to not connect with a Bible-based church with Bible-filled believers and people who love God, who pray, and who have relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. I urge you to do that today, right now. Um, build a relationship with him and grow, draw closer to him. With that said, I want to thank y'all so much for being a part of the show and, uh, I want to thank Adriana 
and Tim Drikas for their obedience of saying yes and coming to the show and being a part of we got to do this again we have got yeah i mean and to be and to be honest with you we haven't even scraped the surface really a prayer because you know we haven't talked about the watches four main watches prayer watches and uh we get into that and of course the aspect of warfare prayers and then really diving deeper into intercession and you know healing prayers and you know blessing and you know and and to keep away uh, negative situations and negative incidents from happening to us, you know? So, uh, I mean, there's just so many different types of prayers. Having a prayer life is just that guys. I want to thank y'all so much for, um, coming on the show and let's go out in prayer. So whoever wants to go first, or if you guys want to tag team or however you want to do it, let the Lord use you. Y'all have the floor in Jesus name. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, I declare that everyone that is listening to uh, to our uh, listen to us, Father, we declare that your peace with the uh, that your peace will rest upon their minds, Father. I release the shalom of God upon them, Father. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you that this is the best day of their life that they are coming into the uh, into the newness of what you have called them to do. Now, Father, I declare that every person that is listening, that you would save their brother, you would save their sister, their mother, their father, or anyone that is kin to them. We declare, Father, that salvation will hit their bloodline like never before. For your word declares that whosoever call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And so, Father, we declare that your strong name shall be lifted up in the nation and the earth, Father. We thank you, Father, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Now, Father, we confess your name in the name of We declare that you are Jesus, that you are Jehovah Shalom, that you are Jehovah Gabor. We thank you that you are Jehovah Nisi, the God that raised your banner of victory. We thank you that you are our shelter. You are our high tower. We thank you that you are the chief cornerstone. And Father, we thank you that you are Ananiah. We thank you that you are the Messiah. We thank you that you are Emmanuel, God that is with us. We thank you that you are our healer. We thank you that you are our deliverer. And so, Father, we call you in our life. We 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 allow you to uh, take uh, to invade our space right now, Father. We implore we implore the Holy Spirit, Father. We thank you now in the name of Jesus that no weapon formed against our minds shall be able to prosper. And we thank you that every tongue that rises us uh, rises up against us in judgment shall be condemned. And so, Father, we thank you that you have given us power. You have given us the keys of heaven. So whatever we bind on earth, it shall be bind on earth. Uh, whatever we bind on earth shall be bind in heaven. And whatever we loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And so, Father, we bind up every sickness, every outrage, uh, every um, every disease. We come against everything that is not of you. And, Father, we loose your power. We loose your love in this nation. We thank you now in the name of Jesus, Father, that you have given us the keys to do so. And we thank you that, Father, that we shall tread upon serpents and snakes, and by any means nothing shall harm us. We thank you that your blood sustain us. We thank you that your blood protected us. Oh, yes, we thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, that your blood speak better things. And, Father, we come in agreement with your blood. We come in again, uh, we come in agreement with your word. We thank you that your word is forever standing and active and moving. We thank you that your word is being demonstrated in the nation. We thank you now that the love of God is being demonstrated in the nation. Um, uh, uh, what's going on in the nation? We thank you, Father, that your love covers a multitude of sin. We thank you now in the name of Jesus that we shall 
see you uh, display your love like never before. We would display your love like never before because you have called us the light of the, uh, the world, the salt of the earth. And so, Father, we want to be everything that you have called us to be. But first, Father, we must have love in our hearts. We must love our neighbors and uh, we, as we love ourselves. And so, Father, we repent for being hateful. We repent right now, Father, for uh, hating our brothers. We repent, Father, for hate and saying mean things out of anger and out of hurt. Father, we declare that every stony heart will be turned back into the heart of flesh. Now, Father, we declare now in the name of Jesus that you would tear down our stony heart and that you would give us the heart of flesh that we may love, that we may receive love, not only receive love, but to give love. For you are the giver of life. You are the giver of love. And we thank you now in the name of Jesus, God, that you are doing a new thing in our hearts. You are doing a new thing in our minds. Father, we declare that we will set our minds on you. And Father, that you would keep us in perfect peace. And so, Father, we pray the will of God. We, de we declare the plan of God shall take forth in our life and shall bring forth fruit, Father. We thank you that you are causing the prodigal son home. We thank you, Father, that you are calling us home to be with you, Father, and to do what you have called us to do. We thank you, Father, that we will always have a heart partner of love and running back to you. We thank you that you take us after those who you love. We thank you that you are married to the backsliders. In the name of Jesus, so, Father, I speak your love uh, to every person that is listening. I Speak your love. I declare, Father, that they will feel the love of God, that they will feel the love of Messiah, that they will feel the love of Emmanuel. I thank you now in the name of Jesus that every sickness that they are feeling, that they will feel no more. I declare that the healing balm of Gilead will be released in the nation in the name of Jesus. Turn this nation back, Father, for we have forgotten about you being our Father. We come out of grieving with the orphan spirit, and we come in agreement with what you're calling us, and that is Son. And so, Father, as the nation, we repent for being for coming in agreement with rejection. We repent for coming in agreement with being an orphan. In the name of Jesus, for you love us, Father. For your word declares that you have sent your one and only Son, according to uh, according to John three and sixteen. You sent your one and only Son to die on the cross for us. And so, Father, today we believe we make a we make a confession that we believe on your Son. We believe on your Son that we will have eternity life. Father, we will confess our sin. In the name of Jesus, not only will we confess, but we will repent and we will turn. In the name of Jesus, for your word declares, repent and turn for a time of refreshing. And so what is the time of refreshing? It is you, Father. We declare that you come and refresh us. Not only refresh us, but revive us. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, that it is so, and it shall not be otherwise. And Father, we just thank you, Lord, that you are, are a loving God and you are so concerned about your your people. You are so concerned about us. And so, Father, we just thank you that your unfailing love has captured us and has, has, has put us in a place of safety from the plots and schemes of hell. And so, Father, I thank you by the authority given to us by Jesus Christ. We take authority over the plots and schemes of hell. We bind the plan of the enemy. And so, Father, I thank you, Lord, hallelujah, that we bind and rebuke our spirits of rejection rejection and fear and self-rejection in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, Father, we just thank you, Lord, that the power of the blood of Jesus speaks a better word over your people. So, Father, specifically, we pray for creatives now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, so, all so spirits of rejection, we bind you and we cast you out in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, and we decree and declare that you are accepted into the beloved. Let a spirit of love, your love, 
your tangible love pour be poured out afresh upon him them in the name of the lord jesus christ father i thank you that the spirit of insecurity and inferiority is rebuked and it comes subject to the power of the holy spirit father i thank you that you're causing your people to come into the fruition of who they are and the identity that you have called them to father i thank you that all the lies and plots and schemes of hell are being exposed now by fire in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we come against the spirit of delusion and deception and all those demonic entities and voices that will try to bring people to a place of depression. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we overthrow and overturn the plots of hell. In the name of Jesus and every demonic entity on assignment to bring terror and insomnia to the kunama. We overthrow the turns, hallelujah, and overturn and overplot, oh, and thwart the plans of hell. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we decree and declare that all spirits of timidity and fear, spirits of loneliness and hypersensitivity, and things that will cause people to draw back and go on, we are, we overthrow it now. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we call forth the creatives to arise in the power of God and to the, the confidence of who God created you to be. We call forth identity now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord, for soundness of mind. Hey, God, in the name of Jesus, soundness of mind and heart. And as your word declared in 2 Timothy 1 and 7, hallelujah, that your power will come forth. Your love will be made manifest in the name of Jesus, and they will have a sound mind. We we bind up and counsel out all double-mindedness in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, Father, we ask you, as your word has said, that you expose Satan's wicked devices, lest we fall. I decree and declare, and as a people and as a collective, that we have the advantage over hell. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we call forth cutting-edge ideas from heaven, and we decree and declare that these are clean vessels to receive downloads from heaven. We pray now as they sleep, hallelujah, that the head, God, that you will begin to expose your mind and their, in your heart towards them. Allow them to tap into rivers, to rivers of creativity like never before. Uncontaminated sources, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, let them be conduits and expressions of the power of God and the glory of God. We call forth the glory of carriers in the name of the Lord Jesus. Songwriters begin to write those songs. Authors arise, hallelujah, and write those books in the name of Jesus. Painters, take those canvases and paint in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. For the Lord has need of your gifts, and the Lord has need of your expression, and the Lord has need of your uniqueness. For the beauty of God and the kingdom of God is diversity in the people that he has created. And God has created you in the likeness, in his likeness and in his image. So we decree and declare Genesis 1 and 37 that, that you are created in the image and the likeness of God. And when you look in the mirror, you see a creation of God. You see the handiwork of God. You see the masterpiece of God. You see the workmanship of God. And, the, and when you see yourself, you see
see the apple of God's eye. We decree and declare that true identity will arise in this hour. Sons and daughters arise. Hallelujah in the name of Jesus. Arise out of rejection and self-rejection. God knew what he did when he created you. For he broke the mold when he created you. We decree and declare in the name of Jesus that the blood of Jesus we hallelujah will surround you and surround your home and your family. And the blood of Jesus will speak on your behalf. We decree and declare the power of the blood of the lamb. Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus brings protection. The blood of Jesus justifies. The blood of Jesus brings forth his peace. The blood of Jesus brings forth riches. We pray the blood. We pray the power of the blood over you. And we decree and declare hallelujah. Glory to God. Though if things may be uh, 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 dynamic and volatile in, in, in this uh, economic climate, hallelujah, we just decree and declare that your personal economy, hallelujah, will be a blessed economy and will, and will reflect the kingdom of God. We decree and declare that your gift will make room for you. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.